Coming live from Tampa, Florida, USA is our guest this evening. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Lori Marini, Certified Life and Wellness Master Coach. Welcome to the show, Lori. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming on to the show, Lori. And you got such a wonderful background, you know, with in the in the amidst nature, it looks like I'll get you that window for the for the listeners, for the for the viewers. And it's such a lovely background. I can see it onto the big, big screen. And where you know it, it gives that positive feeling, and that is what we are going to learn from you. How to keep a positive mindset during a life crisis, which is difficult. But that's why we got to learn it. So tell us what exactly, Lori, you first let me tell about you. You are a motivational coach who specializes in empowering women during their healing journey after a life crisis. Many lose their purpose and their fear of moving forward, which leaves them almost paralyzed. And you guide them to their fulfilling their best vision, their best things in life. So now talking about a positive mindset during a life crisis, uh, Lori, what do you mean by a positive mindset? Because somebody thinks that million dollars will be something very positive. Yeah, so a mind, a positive mindset could really be anything that you define as positive, right? So we all have our own versions of that. But my background is no surprise. That is something that I created for myself through positive thinking. So when we talk about positive mindset, it's really understanding who you are and what is it that's going to make you be the best version of yourself. So for me, having gone through, you know, my own life crisis, just like everybody else, um, we have to really get clear as to what's going to empower us. So a little bit about me is that I was living in a major city here in the United States and I um, was working as a pathologist assistant, which means that I am a tumor expert. I worked with metastatic cancer patients in one capacity or another every day of my career. Um, and when I found myself on the other side of the table, getting diagnosed with breast cancer myself at 40 years old from my baseline screening, it really changed my life. It impacted me so much that I recognized that the things that I used to enjoy, the things that used to call me forward, the, use, the things that I would put priority to now worked against me. Meaning that when I was in this job that I absolutely loved before my diagnosis, now going to work every day was really tedious for me. It was really difficult. I found myself crying in the elevator because I wasn't able to handle my own emotions, and also then supporting other people in their healing journey. So it was a pivotal moment in my life that I realized that I'm like, I need to make a change. But what is that change going to be? And, it, you know, this that's just an example of what happened to me in my life, what propelled me forward into creating my own business and changing my life, moving and and every facet of my life examining what worked for me and what didn't. 
but you know, to your listeners who, you know, are entrepreneurs, they have their own business, they have their family life. We all have our own struggle. We all have our own version of this struggle. There are things that aren't working as well as we want them to. So I use that as a way to propel me forward in really examining what works, what keeps me happy, where do I find my joy? And for me, that's how I define having a positive mindset. And this is my little Lucy, for those of you who are on audio, you'll see my little doggy here. She's also part of my my little life. Great, great, great. Yeah, you know, when you have uh, pets around, it makes it much more livelier livelier. and if you have that capacity to, you know, maintain them well when you have some space in your house, that's even better. Yeah, so no problem. Let it be free. Let it roam around. Even if it comes in front of the camera, no problem at all. It is a very good discussion that is going on. So coming uh, to the positive mindset part of it and crisis. Does crisis give you time to be prepared? Or how should one prepare for a crisis? That without a crisis, you just just get ready that something can happen or anything can happen. How did it work for you? And when did when it happened? Because you were part of the medical system. And when it hit you, you had to become a brave warrior to fight it. And also, you know, within this within the same learnings, uh, were you able to implement them onto yourself? Was it that easy? Or was it you know, because you have you keep on telling patients something, but for your own self, it's a bit difficult, uh, different sort of a thing to tell yourself the same things and implement it. It's not that easy. But how did it work for you? I'm asking this question, several questions at the same time, so that when something happens in anybody's life, they have hundreds of questions. And they yeah. just don't know whether to ask friends, whether to go to Google whether to go to anywhere, but they are very confused. So your answers about these very basics will certainly clear a lot of things in the mind of people who are facing difficult times in their lives. Yeah, I love this question. And you mentioned it that a lot of times people will go to family or friends, they'll go to Google and WebMD um, to get some answers. But ultimately what we need to do Um, We're never fully prepared for a life crisis and our lives prepare us in a way for that we understand what we need when something doesn't go as planned. So first and foremost, I tell everybody, you're never going to be fully prepared. However, you do have some tools already that will ensure that you are on the right path. So first and foremost, I like to describe it as a warrior mindset. You know, a lot of times people will say, oh, you're a cancer survivor. For me, that's disempowering. That does not provide me strength. So one of the things that I like to to make a distinguish of is a warrior mindset versus a survivor mindset. For me, a survivor is somebody who just goes with the flow, right? You kind of take, get, listen a little bit of something here, a little bit of something there. And you're like, okay. And you are at the effect of life. You're at the effect of your crisis. You kind of just go with it and the easy route, as I like to describe it. But for me, a warrior is somebody 
Google research the things. Use Google, research good facts. Do not fall into the trap of things that do not resonate with you. Get some support around you. Whether it's family or friends, you know, we love them dearly, but they may not be the expert that you need to be talking to. So you really need to prepare yourself mentally for what the potential could be that's coming up. And the way that I, I like to describe that too is, first and foremost, you're not going to be 100% ready. Do your due diligence, be an advocate for yourself. If you don't understand what people are saying to you, whether it's your health or even getting your car serviced, it doesn't matter. If you do not understand what that expert is telling you, then ask a lot of questions until you do understand. If what they are telling you doesn't, you don't agree with it, or you have some doubt, it's really okay for you to find someone else to ask. There are a lot of resources, especially online, that you can um, tap into to get as much information as you can. And then once you feel like you kind of have a handle on it and you're never gonna feel fully prepared, you need to then take a look at what, where do I need to get stronger and where do I know I can handle? In other words, what support do you need to get around you? It's just like that in business too, right? We, some, some of us are really great at writing emails. Some of us are really terrible at it. So leverage what your, your strengths are. Use your strengths to your advantage and get support around the things that you're not as strong in. Um, and while you're doing this, ultimately, give yourself a lot of grace. You're going to make errors. There's going to be things that you may not, may not go according to your plan. But just know that you've done the best that you can at that time. And then keep learning. Keep an open mind. Keep um, researching, educating yourself to be better the next time around. Um, and for me, that's all within the preparation. Because when that moment hits, when you get some news, whether you're laid off or end up being told you have cancer, you're never going to fully be prepared for that moment. So you need to, to really just understand that, hey, I don't know how to handle this, but I'm going to use the resources available to me to better educate myself and empower myself with whatever's going to come my way. Right, right, Lori. Now, uh, you say that you should be your health advocate. And this sort of crisis, especially health crisis, does not ask you beforehand. It just comes. One fine morning or one fine afternoon or one fine evening, you just come to know about your own body. It was trying to tell you something, but it is very difficult for human beings to accept it in that manner. And they just think things are fine. And we also talk about positive mindset. You just be positive about and they are positive. So positive means you forget about that there can be a crisis later on. So how does one continue to be positive and still not think about negative, but still be prepared for it? So when is the time that you start living positively, but also be a health advocate for yourself? How does it work? Both things at the same time. Yeah, so it's a conscious choice. 
you know, there are going to be things that happen to us in life that we're not going to be able to predict. There are things that are going to happen that we do not have control over. However, the one thing that we do have control over is how we handle it. So how I like to describe it is, I'll, I'll give an example for myself. So as I was going through my journey, I had, you know, all this education about statistics, morbidity, mortality. I knew exactly the path that I was going to go down, the best case of it and the worst case of it. And I couldn't filter that for myself like I would for somebody else that might come and ask me some advice on it. So I had to really just stand firm in the, okay, this could go really bad or this can go good. And I'm not going to have any more control over it other than how I handle it, what choices I make. So when um, I talk about being your own health advocate, it's really just recognizing to leverage your resources, like I mentioned. Make sure that you fully understand the consequences, the, the statistics, what you're about to sign up for. And as far as um, how to make those choices of being positive, it really comes down to just giving yourself a lot of grace, knowing that you're not going to always be perfect at everything. Things aren't going to always end up perfectly. And then through that, knowing that that's where it are, that's how things may end up. Then you also just go ahead and look for the good. I always start my day with gratitude, right? Some meditation, um, centering myself for what's good in my life, what's working for me, being happy that I moved to the land of palm trees here in Tampa, Florida. It's not by accident. Palm trees made me happy. The beach makes me happy. So of course, I'm going to go and live in an environment that makes me happy because I'm setting myself up for success. I'm setting myself up to win in this positive mindset game. But I also recognize that there's going to be times where I need to forgive myself. I need to forgive others for whatever behavior may not have worked as well as I wanted it to. So set yourself up to win. Set yourself up for a positive mindset to have your environment support you, have your friends and family support you. And what I also mean by that is that there's going to be things in your life that the people that are, are around you your loved ones may not be the people that are going to be able to support you fully. And that's why I started my own business. I recognized in my time of crisis that I'm like, okay, I can't call my mom and tell her how I'm feeling if it's not as good as she wants to hear it, because that's going to cause conflict for her. That's going to then disempower me. So I need to recognize people's limitations and then like, get the support outside of that and know that they're going to be the conversations that I need to have with fellow cancer warriors are going to be very different than conversations that I have with my significant other or my mom, my family, and those that truly, truly love me and want to make sure that I'm okay. So it's about setting yourself up to win, keeping as much of a positive mindset as you can of recognizing the bad's going to come but focus on, you know what, I'm here right now. I'm healthy. I'm able to walk. I'm able to feed myself. I'm good. Whatever that positive is for you. And then just 
being grateful for whatever good you have and also then finding people around you that are going to support you and also giving forgiveness where forgiveness is needed. Right, Laurie. That's right. a lot. Right. I know that's right. a lot. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was actually, you know, just uh, listening to all that stuff and just uh, it, it's wonderful so that, you know, you know, people can know what exactly they should. Uh, they, there, there are so many things to tackle even during those times. And you must need uh, need to understand that everybody who is around you, they are viewing things in a very, very different manner than the way you are looking at things. And you should know that even though they care, you have to know what you can expect, what you cannot expect. And the biggest thing is you've got to be nice to yourself as well as you've got to create a path for yourself for them, uh, at that moment and also towards the future. One thing I want to understand for the audience, Lori, is that a lot of people who are around uh, you know, cancer warriors. They want to be nice to them. They speak a lot of things to those people whenever they meet them, while they go through that difficult phase in their life, challenging phase in their life. What does a cancer patient or cancer warrior want to hear and does not want to hear from the people who actually matter to them? So that, you know, People can know from your experience, from your fight, what exactly they should be communicating with people who are very close to them, but are fighting a different battle altogether. Yeah, this is such a great question. And ultimately, we want to know that people care. And so reach out, say hello, ask them how they're doing. And... Sometimes what we really just need is somebody to just listen. We just need you to just be present with us and just hear what we're dealing with. A lot of times people are going to try to fix stuff or they're going to try to, you know, oh, let's not talk about that. And sometimes what happens is, you know, I could tell you from my experience that sometimes I'm in a just in a very happy mood. I'm not focused on, on anything that I'm dealing with. I just want to go and just be around people who are just loving and kind. And then somebody is going to catch me off guard and want to start talking about maybe something that at the moment is triggering. So I would always ask first, you know, what do you need? Is there anything you need to talk about? Is there anything that I can do to support you? And let them guide you. Sometimes just not saying anything at all and just listening is the biggest gift you can give them. And if you find that they're struggling, especially if they've just undergone surgery, if they're going through treatments that are, you know, very tiring, debilitating, they may not be their best self, then you can support them by doing things for them. You know, maybe you could drive them somewhere. You could bring them food, bring them groceries, cook them a meal, do their laundry, like the basic necessities of what people need. You know, I've had people create a spreadsheet of when they were going to come and spend time with me. So they would cook me meals when I would need them. They would just give me companionship. They would 
also understand there might be times where I wasn't in such a good mood or I wasn't feeling so well that they would just be there so that way I wouldn't be alone without having to do anything. Um, I think that's the most important thing is just recognizing that they may not always be happy, but they're still very grateful to not be there alone. And if somebody is in having a bad day, right, they are just not being their best self, just love on them, hug them, give them tons of grace for just not being happy, right? It, um, I know I say, like, keep a positive mindset, but there are some days where we are just quiet. We're just kind of in our thoughts. So be that clearing for them to be able to share because sometimes we do not want to burden other people with what we're dealing with. And like I said, you know, I know if I call my mom and I'm like, I just don't feel good, you know, she then gets worried for me. And then I have to not focus on what my needs are. I now get step into the, okay, mom, I'm really sorry. How can I help you? Because that's my personality. So it's counterproductive, right? Um, so just kind of know that everybody's needs are different. But we're not going to ask you, hey, can you help me with X, Y, and Z? So you're going to need to be proactive and tell them like, hey, I would really love to bring you groceries. Tell me what you need me to pick up. Or I'd love to cook you a meal. What is something that you can eat? And just be there for them. Um, and they will get used to you supporting them and being of service to them. Right, Lori. Right. I, 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 I can understand what this all means. And I'm sure a lot of people who, uh, who are going through this, they just want somebody to be around and to just understand what's going through. But, you know, just be there. Just to yeah. And if the person who wants to talk, then just listen to them. Even if it's the 10th time you've heard how much pain they're in, like, just have it be okay. You can't fix it. But you being there and having them be able to release some of their emotions for you is exactly what they need. That will be the fix for that. Right. Right. Now, after one is, you know, one gets better. And, and also thinking about a future life. Then there are several ways to look at it. One is that some people then start saying that it has been a blessing in a way because you start seeing things a bit more clearly than earlier you were doing that. So there is that thing of about a meaningful life. You want to make the best of the gift of life that God has given to one person. To all of us. One is that. Second thing is how to reinvent your life after that. Because you've got to make meaning to bring that meaning not only to others, but to yourself too. How do you create that sort of a thing when you are, because the thought is always there. Even though you come to that part of it later on, but your mind, you just don't think that you won't be able to fight this out. You've got to fight it. You have fit it in your mind. And at the same time, mind is such that it starts working towards future. It always starts looking towards something better 
anticipating looking at happier times when you will be in full uh, in full throttle of of life and uh, happiness how does it work yeah so the first step is again celebrating the small wins so as we go through this you know sometimes taking a shower making your bed making yourself a meal is really a task it it takes a lot of effort so regardless of what stage you're at just recognize like hey i'm doing well today i got out of bed i took a shower i made my bed and i cooked myself a meal and then once you are beyond that once you are recovering and you're you're more healed um then it's time to take a look and and do an inventory is that how i like to describe it look and see what your life is like who are the people in your life who are the what are the things in your life that you like what are the things that you may not like as much or aren't working as well as you want them to and start looking to see how they would be improved so one of the things i like to do is um you know it's ultimately creating this life by design i i knew for myself that i wanted to have a job where i was able to be remote work from home be in my home environment not be in a hospital setting so i created that for myself i knew i also wanted warm weather the cold weather the winters did not suit me so i create i created a pathway on how i could make this happen move to a, a more temperate climate so some of you may not be able to do that but look for the things that you can create for yourself that are going to inspire you to want to live another day so look for the beauty in life look for ultimately the things that light you up so going through a process going through a cri the crisis the process of going through a crisis changes who you are some of the things that resonated with you before may not resonate with you now so take a look at that and really get who are you now what are the things that light you up what are the things that make you happy and then also look at what do you want for yourself okay you've gone through this traumatic thing you know for for many of us this trauma is the thing that needs that we need in order to it, to look introspectively what do we what are it's it's what we need to look at life and not just go through the motions but to de be deliberate in what we have and what we're creating so that starts with learning what your non-negotiables are what are the things in life that you will not compromise on so for some of you that might be family that might be career that might be the really nice sports car you have in your driveway it's okay just get real with yourself with what those are and then just don't compromise on them right it's like we i say a lot with my clients family is my priority then okay then why are you not spending time with your family right five five nights a week you're going out and spending them with friends you are not in alignment and when we don't have alignment with what we are committed to that's when we definitely start feeling turmoil we 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 have negative feelings 
So if you're trying to keep a positive mindset, you need to recognize these are the things that are important to me and these are the things I will not compromise on. And that comes with um, how you can reinvent yourself because going through a process like this, some of the things that were important to us before may not be important to us now. I used to love living in a major city. For now, that now living in that environment brings me anxiety. I'm no longer in alignment with that. I needed the quiet beach town in order for me to be at peace, creating that peace for yourself. Um, and also, you know, a lot of times people feel like, okay, you're better now. Get back at it. Well, you're better now, but you have evolved. So what used to be your standard, like if you talk about hustling, right, things that you create, you used to be at such a fast pace. Well, maybe that pace doesn't work for you right now. So recognize what does it look like according to your terms, not anybody else. What is, how will it work best for you? And then make that happen. Have it be one of those things that you only need to report to yourself. And you will find that once you start paying attention to the emotions that you have around your daily activities, if it's not in alignment with you, it will give you a bad feeling. You will have, so you will have feeling of tiredness. You have feelings of anxiety. You have feelings of being shut down. Whenever that happens, it just means that you are not going according to your life's calling. So pay attention to your emotions because that will be the one easy way to recognize Am I in alignment? Am I happy? Am I joyful? Or am I not? If you're not, I always look at it as a um, as a blessing. Oh, okay. What do I need to look at here? What is not working? And how do I need to improve it? Right, Laurie. Right. I'm, I'm just listening and there is so much of clarity the way you have put things. You know, look at what works best for you. And take decisions accordingly. Whether it's big cities, what works for you, or a small place, look at what you need and look at what actually works for you. And then it work, you that is where you created Lori Marini coaching. Am I right? I did. I did, yeah. Because I recognized through my journey, you know, I I had been in the healthcare field for over 20 years. Um, and I was completely overwhelmed by it. And I know the ins and outs of it. I know the language, you know, the medical terminology. I know the how the process works. I know what treatment to expect. I even know how to find the cafeteria and where to park, right? Like, so if I felt overwhelmed, I didn't, I was just, I couldn't understand how other people got through this unscathed. So I knew I had to make a difference. And I knew I needed to create support for those people. And that's what I do now is I support predominantly women who are going, you know, over 40 go over, that have gone through a major life crisis. And I actually work with them one-on-one -on -one or group setting um, 
to reinvent their life. Exactly what we've been talking about. We go through the ins and outs of it, the good and the bad of it. And we really empower them to look at their life and to see what's going to work for them. Right. And you also have a podcast. You are also a podcast host, Conversations with Courageous Cancer Warriors podcast. Yeah. And that was something that came about because I recognized that people want to share their story. They want to be heard. So it started as Cancer Warriors. And then I recognized that the caregivers play such a huge role. So we included the caregivers and ultimately we included practitioners that um, the experts in the field to provide some insight for what they deal with day in and day out. Right. So how do people connect with you for your coaching services, for your motivational thing? Because you are also a speaker and you are a master life and wellness coach. So how do people connect with you? How how do they also know about your podcast? where do they can listen to that yeah so the podcast is avail- available on all major platforms so it's just uh conversations with courageous cancer warriors um and all of this information is available on my website um uh, sorry all of my information my email my phone number uh how to get in touch with me is available on my website and it's just lorimarini.com right right there is so much to talk to you about, Lori. And, and in fact, it is it's just a half an hour sort of stuff. And we have learned so much, but then there is still so much to know. I'm sure a lot of people will certainly get in touch with you and get that motivation that there's so much need in their lives and take your help who has gone through, not only gone through this whole fight, but have fought it courageously and build a life that you so you know, so have one for yourself. I'm sure this will, this story will certainly give a lot of courage and determination and some sort of a, uh, you can say, uh, uh, light in their lives to take them to through their journey. Oh, thank you. So thank you very point. much. Thank you very much. And with this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed. Thank you.